asking for a raise. Hello, desk directors, cubicle chieftains, open space superintendents, corner office overseers, home den honchos, and coffee shop comptrollers. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I am not the workplace hero. That's actually you. You see, the goal of this podcast is to make you into a workplace hero. I'm merely your virtual assistant on this journey. You can think of me as your workplace Jeeves. Let's face it, we all want a raise. But to earn a bigger paycheck, you'll need to do more than just a top-rate job. An effective strategy for obtaining a raise also requires documenting your accomplishments, understanding your boss's expectations, and researching your employer's financial health. Over at Monster.com, they list four of the most common reasons that people don't get a raise, and they are, you don't know the going rate, you don't know your own value, you can't justify your own value, and simply that you never ask. That last one is the reason that I have seen most often. So many great employees busting their butt, day in, day out, for years on end, silently wondering, when am I going to get a raise? Or, worse yet, thinking that they aren't doing as good of a job as they actually are because if they were, well, surely I would have gotten a raise by now, right? Well, no. But before we go any further, I want to direct you to the website skywalkerfitness.ca. That's the fitness coaching business that I run, and whether you want to do a 10k or a marathon or race a triathlon, put on some muscle, clean up your diet, or get completely shredded, well, I'll create a plan specifically for you. There are no cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all programs allowed at Skywalker Fitness. Only 100% tailored programs that fit around your life's commitments. And for being a Workplace Hero listener, I will give you a special deal on your first three months of coaching. So head over to skywalkerfitness.ca and send me a note referencing this podcast workplacehero.me slash raise and I will start building you the perfect program to meet your wellness and fitness goals. Okay, now back to that raise you so greatly deserve. The thing is, if you don't ask for a raise and instead you wait for your boss or the company to offer you a raise without ever raising, <laughs> no pun intended, the issue yourself, well, you may never get one. Face it, no one has time in their busy day to keep track of exactly how far above and beyond you're going each day. And if you don't have a contract that actually addresses raises and you don't ask for one, well, it's extremely unlikely that your employer will just make an offer out of the blue. Of course, business is business, and you're not always going to get the raise that you want, even if you ask. And when that happens, politely and respectfully ask your boss if you can sit down together and determine what specifically you need to do in order to earn the raise in the future. Try to work out some deliverables that are as specific as possible, and try to pin down a time frame as well. Take notes and let your boss see that you're taking notes, and if possible, work up something in writing that you both can agree to. Ask for her help in achieving those deliverables, then report your progress regularly. And once you've met those specific goals, 
it'll be very difficult for your boss not to grant you the raise, or at very least, fight for it on your behalf. The next thing I'd suggest you do is identify ways your past work has added value to your employer's bottom line, and continue keeping track of this information going forward because, well, more and more raises are becoming tied directly to your performance. Once you've established your accomplishments on paper, but before you talk to your boss, find out how your employer is actually performing, and I mean financially. Many organizations have published data that you can read through to gauge their financial health. If your employer is in the red and mass layoffs abound, well, you should probably put off your request for more money until the business begins to stabilize. But if you decide that now is a safe time to pursue a raise, go ahead and make your case. Now, <laughs> clearly, most companies aren't looking for opportunities to hand out money. During the boom era of the late 90s, when talent was scarce and retention was top of mind, nearly the opposite was true. While the corporate landscape now is, is different, well, you shouldn't sit idly by and feel dissatisfied in silence. If you have evidence that your salary is at sub-market levels, you should speak up. Your organization has invested time and money in you, and savvy bosses understand that an unhappy and underpaid employee is an underperforming employee, which helps no one. It's also a drain on their time to have to rehire and, and train a replacement that fits the corporate culture. So, if you have a legitimate request, you do have a certain amount of leverage here, especially if people like you. I think it's always a good idea to ask for a raise, even when employers aren't handing them out, but only when that discussion is tied to performance. Employees should keep careful records of how their actions are helping the bottom line of the company, or have helped other team members improve the bottom line of the company. The fact is that no one's going to hold your hand and remind you of the great things you did all year. so. Keep track of them and share them with your manager at the appropriate time. So, on that note, here are some even more helpful suggestions that I found over at Forbes.com and a few other websites. And you know how I love lists, so... Number one, know your value. Do the proper research to figure out what you're worth, even if it means going on interviews or using a resource like getraised.com, payscale.com, or glassdoor.com. If you find out that you actually are underpaid, well, you can use that to negotiate an increase. Simply present what the field generally pays and why you believe that your performance is at the top of your field. Number two. Know the number. Once you've done this research, then figure out what you think is a fair amount of money to ask for and have that number in your head when you ask for the raise. Don't just wing it and hope for the best, or worse yet, hope that your boss has your best interest in mind. Number three, schedule a meeting. Find a time that works best for you and your boss, and give your boss the heads up that you want to chat about your career growth, so that you both have ample time to prepare, because, well, no one wants to talk about this kind of stuff on a whim. Number four, practice salary negotiations. This can be an awkward or difficult conversation, so I recommend that you practice with a friend who can be a tough negotiator. 
And then subconsciously, when you have the real talk, your brain will fall back on the tactics that you actually prepared during those practice sessions. Number five, start on a positive note. Kicking off the conversation with something like, I really enjoy working here and I find my projects very challenging. In the last year, I've been feeling that the scope of my work has expanded quite a bit, and I believe my roles and responsibilities and my contributions have risen, and I'd like to discuss with you the possibilities of reviewing my compensation. Or, I'd like to discuss my career and how I can do my best work. Number six, state your case and then pause. Listen to what your manager has to say. Depending on the response, you can gauge how much detail you now need or how much backup support you'll require. You may be surprised with very little resistance, but it's still best to be prepared for a lot of resistance. Number seven, be specific. Give your boss a range for the raise that you want and explain why. Be prepared to say, after a lot of research, which I have here, and how I feel I've contributed to the company, I would like to ask you to consider an increase of five to $7,000 per year. It has been X amount of time since my salary was reviewed, and I would greatly appreciate your consideration. Number eight, bring your personal kudos file. Bring a list of your key achievements and focus specifically on your areas of accomplishment that are important to your manager. Bring up your strengths and talents, your accomplishments, your desire to do even more, and your ideas and plans for the future. If you put enough consideration into this, they can't help but consider your request. Number nine, don't be aggressive. Be diplomatic, well-prepared, and assertive, but not aggressive. Remember, it's the squeaky, not screechy wheel that gets the grease. Number 11, ask for endorsements. One of the most powerful ways to demonstrate to your manager that you deserve a raise, or at least some form of recognition for your results, is to have other people endorse the work that you have done and how it helped them. The more your manager hears about how your work has contributed to the organization's goals and results, the stronger you will be positioned to be seen as someone deserving of consideration. Number 12. Don't share your sob story. Don't bring up your personal issues. Don't tell your boss that you can't afford your rent or that you need a raise to cover other personal expenses. That just shows that you aren't great at managing your money or planning ahead. Simply stick to your accomplishments and the value you add to the company and you'll be more likely to succeed. And number 13, be patient. Remember, your manager may need a few days to think it over and get back to you, so don't be disheartened if you don't get an instant yes. There's also a strong possibility that your boss isn't the one to make the decision. She might have to go to the higher-ups with your request, and, well, that can take some time, depending on the amount of red tape that your organization has purchased. Alright, now, here is your homework. Even if you aren't looking for a raise at the moment, and really, who here isn't? I mean, come on. So, all of you, start creating a list of your accomplishments as they happen or are completed. For me, what I did was I kept a Google spreadsheet of 
every project that I completed as I completed them, so at the drop of a hat, I could send a link to my superiors to digitally brag about how prolific I was. And I gotta say, it worked. I got a significant raise after only eight months of being with the company. The key was being able to share it easily and quickly when the moment presented itself. So using some sort of online service is key. Google Docs, Evernote, Office 365, whatever you prefer. Fire it up and start adding in your most recent accomplishments and then go forward from there. Much like the to-done list that we talked about over at workplacehero.me slash to-do, this can also be a good place for you when you're feeling down and you need a little boost. So, double bonus! Getting a raise can be surprisingly simple, and very often, employees who ask for a raise get a raise. Yet, many workers are loath to bring up the subject for fear of rejection, being perceived as pushy, or going about it the wrong way. Keep in mind that you may need to ask for a raise more than once, and never take no as the end of the conversation. If you get a no, ask what you can do to improve your performance and thus your odds of a future increase. Then ask to check in again in, say, six months and revisit the conversation. <laughs> if, of course, you actually have improved on those things. Workplace Hero is researched, written, narrated, and recorded by me, Brock Armstrong, in slightly noisy today, downtown Vancouver. Logo by Ken Cunningham, and music courtesy of my old band, The Irregular Heartbeats. Now, go make this week raise-worthy. And remember, you deserve this. <laughs>